There's some number of bottles with some brown stuff in them, so I'm not sure. Probably not moonshine. I don't think they'd waste the moonshine on me. And for, I don't know what, four and a half, five hours uh, inside of that stadium, man, it was absolutely electric. Um, our fans showed out in, in, in a great way. It's, uh, I'm gonna be honest, man, that's why I wanted to be here. Um, because I believe in the power of the T. I believe in, in this university, believe in this athletic department. And I believe in, in uh, this fan base, man. And uh, tonight was a great showcase of that. Can a defensive player win the Heisman? And you've got so many good ones. Is there one that you all could promote? You know, I don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. I, I, I would probably have said before the season that's impossible because statistics lead you to believe that it's always going to be an offensive player. We don't really care. We let you guys decide that. And uh, I respect it, but it's not something that we look for. And I'll be honest with you, the guys on our team are so bought into their roles. And as long as they do that, we'll keep getting better. We had a play call. We called timeout. We changed play. <laughs> Did you see something you didn't like? Or? <laughs> you want to know the truth? I'm yeah. not going to tell you the truth. I'm not going to throw anybody under the bus. Again, two questions. Who's your quarterback moving forward, and uh, how do you explain that run defense? Yeah, uh, those are two really good questions. Uh, no, it was, it was horrible communication, I would say, is what I, how I would evaluate what that was. I mean, it's, it's a nice way to put it, and I'm sure that if you, you know, wrote it that way in the article that they'd appreciate it, but that's, uh, I can't say that that's 100% factually correct. You know, I'm trying to establish uh, a culture, I'm trying to recruit great players, and we can't skip steps. And I would have liked to, and I thought maybe we could have, and maybe I got the fan base too excited um, and, and thought maybe we could skip that step, but we can't. We can't skip a step. Oh, welcome in to the latest episode of that SEC podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Vols on Twitter. What are you up to, you big Tennessee hober? <laughs> hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, man, am I excited for this weekend action chain in the SEC. We don't have a full slate because we got a couple teams on the bye, but, man, hey, I got to soak up each and every weekend here <laughs> we got because we only got so many in a calendar year. How you doing, brother? Absolutely, Mike. You know, I, I, everybody know, and I appreciate all everybody reaching out and everything. Shane's good. He's talked off the ledge. He's moved on. He's on to a new week. You know, we're going to upset Alabama. So, you know, <laughs> just kidding. No, I'm with you, Mike. I, I, I think about, you know, where we were this time last year. Um, you know, this there was so much uncertainties going on. There was – I mean, there was a chance – that we weren't going to have college football for that year. And it just, right. you know, when you look at this schedule, yeah, there's, what, five games, four that maybe matter. It's, it's They all matter. It's college football, baby, and it's in the SEC. So anything can happen, uh, you know. So I, I truly believe that this is going to be an exciting weekend. Yeah, don't have as much action as we'd want, but, damn, at least we got action, guys. Yeah, and speaking of that Tennessee-Florida – excuse me, Tennessee-Alabama game, Shane – I must have caught your brother. He's in, a, uh, obviously, as you know, maybe the listeners don't. He's hanging out with me here in Nashville. And I've caught him about six times just today, Shane, 
laughing at this tweet you had with the man on the pontoon boat <laughs> on upsetting Alabama. So I know we're getting a kick out of uh, the action we got going on. But, hey, we'll break down that game in just a minute before we get to our picks. As we love to do here on Friday, got to mention podcast sponsor Prize Picks. Head on over to prizepicks.com and use that promo code SEC. To get you a free hundred dollars, Shane. You put in a hundred bucks, they give you two hundred to play with. And this is daily fantasy action. They got every pro sports. And the reason we partnered up with them, Shane, because they got them college football, they got SEC picks. Mm-hmm. So hey, I got a couple prize pick selections for you, Shane. How about it? Come on, lay it on me. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> this one I really love. This is my pick of the week here with the prize picks, but Arkansas playing Arkansas Pine Bluff in Little Rock. You got to assume the Razorbacks are just going to, you know, mop the floor with uh, Pine Bluff. So what does that mean? It means they're going to ground and pound. I mean, that's what the Arkansas Razorbacks are all about. So I'm going with running back Traylon Smith to get over 78 and a half rushing yards. I think he might get that in the first quarter, Shane. How about that one? <laughs> you may be right, man. I think you're tipping your hat a little bit, sir. <laughs> All right, one other one that uh, I'm really liking here, Shane. This guy is really heating up Alabama receiver John Mechie over 75 and a half receiving yards against Whoa. them balls. I know Jamison Williams is stealing all the headlines, but Mechie the last couple of weeks has really been heating up. So I like him to carry over that momentum against Tennessee. What do you think about that? Yeah, he may need that to get back into the game, you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, last but not least is kind of sticking with the theme of uh, Traylon Smith as an easy pick. I like K.J. Jefferson, Shane, to go under 234.5 passing yards against Arkansas Pine Bluff. If he was going to play the whole game, you know, if they were going to put the the pedal to the metal here, so to speak, and just whip Arkansas Pine Bluff by 100, I would love K.J. Jefferson to go over. But I think this is a game where we get the backup Malik Hornsby in and let him throw it around. And who knows how long K.J. Jefferson will even need to suit up for this matchup. So I like him to go under the 234.5 passing yards. What do you think about that? <laughs> Oh man, it's risky, Mike. That's risky. <laughs> and the only reason I say that is I could clear. I could literally see, like, as you're talking, I see KJ throwing an 80 yard touchdown on the first play. <laughs> That's my only concern is like that these chunk plays come in play. But I'm with you. This game should be no contest. So um, I always, I always like the unders on those, just because, like you said, I don't think they're going to be in the entire game here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so again, head on over to prizepicks.com. Don't forget that promo, S-E-C. This is the best way you can help the podcast each and every week. But all right, Shane, enough of the prize picks. You ready to make our picks for this weekend? Mike, I was just looking at the schedule again. I will tell you, number one rule is not to have weddings in the fall. But if you do, (laughs) this is the perfect one. But, hey, let's win some money, baby. I'm ready to go 2-0 and on my lock of the week. Gambling? Who's anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. Not only am I picking Toledo to cover, I'm picking Toledo to win outright. Cash, kick your ass, B. Heard you say that. 
<laughs> well, he kicked my ass regardless. <laughs> exactly. Like They're going to beat the brakes off Miami. You watch it. Mike, if Florida wins this damn game, I will sing the fight song Monday. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't happening, brother. Yeah, orange and blue, waving forever. Forever pride, old Florida. May she droop. Joking here. I, I forgot to hit record, so you got to do that again. Are you shitting me? No, I'm recording it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shane. So the first game here, don't even have a line for this one because uh, them fighting pine bluffers. I don't even know what their <laughs> their nickname is here, but playing Arkansas in Little Rock, making the the trek ac- across state. This is going to be a noon Eastern time, eleven o'clock Central on SEC Network. I think Arkansas is, uh, you know, the SEC for some damn reason has destined them to play in the uh, 11 a.m. time slot <laughs> this year. But this is the first time, Shane, since 1944 that Arkansas has played an in-state opponent. So kind of big news here. Is there anything that uh, you'll be looking to see from the Razorbacks? Because, I mean, it's obvious we're going to be picking the Arkansas to win the game. But maybe a, a thing or two that uh, you want to see from Sam Pittman and company this weekend? Yeah, just be careful, man. I, I know things haven't been going Arkansas's way, and, and it's games like these that if you let a team hang around and just feel like they, they they belong on the same field as you, then it becomes a ball game. And then your starters aren't getting the rest that they need for the rest of this SEC play. I, I think the big one for me is just coming out of the gate strong, man. Just Just get this thing over with. Knock it out by halftime. That's what I want to see. I want to see efficiency. I don't want to see – I want to see a little bit more ground and pound, you know, just mm-hmm. let's get this running game back going. And um, I guess that's what I want to see from Arkansas. Other than that, I don't want to see anything from them after the second half. Well, for me, Shana, you know, I kind of teased it there, but I want to see Malik Hornsby get in the game, the backup quarterback, and I want to see him throw it across the yard because every time we've seen him in the game – you know, he's more of the running quarterback. He could run wild on this defense. So, oh, yeah. I think this is a great opportunity to get him some reps in the passing game and maybe even tell him, hey, don't take off and run at any point because you don't need those reps. We need you back here throwing the ball uh, to, just to see what you got with the, in this offense. He'll probably have an entire half of football to, to play with. So, very valuable reps, I think, for Malik Hornsby. And, you know, the last couple weeks, Arkansas pass defense getting abused by Ole Miss and Auburn. That's got to get solved here. I mean, against a team like Arkansas Pine Bluff, you got to shut that down completely, get you some momentum. Like you said, after uh, three consecutive losses, this has got to be a big win. And this is just like a get right and and get a lot of your inexperienced backups, get them some reps. So that's kind of what I'll be looking for from the Razorbacks this weekend. Who's their one victory? I'm just curious. I'm not even looked at it. Arkansas Pine Bluff. Let me look it's it up like here, Shane. Bush Jones. Oh. Like the one Bush Jones is involved with, is he? No, He's sir. Very... Oh, you would you would never guess this te- this team in a million years, Shane. But I'll, I'll give you a hint. The name of the school uh-huh. is the same name as an SEC head coach, and it's the first name. And I'll give you one more hint, Shane. This is probably the SEC coach you hate the most right now. This is wait, okay. Say that one more time. I'm I'm so the name now. of the school. I've never heard of this yeah. school, and I guarantee mm-hmm. you've never heard of it either. 
first name of an SEC coach is the name of this uh-huh. school, and it's the SEC okay. coach you probably hate the most right now. Okay. Um, first name, coach. Lane? Lane Dragons. <laughs> Lane Dragons? <laughs> I've literally never, like I said, no idea anything about Lane Dragons, where they're from, who they are, but Arkansas Pine Bluff beat them 34-16 in the opener, so... There you have it. You asked who was the who was their one. It was it was the Lane Dragons. Lane Dragons. That sounds like that fake school that played. Uh, <laughs> 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 they got smoked. Sycamore Bishop. Yeah, this that's it. This is the college version right here. College version. <laughs> All right, Shane. So at, into the actual games here. We actually do got point spreads for every remaining game on the schedule. But let's go. Mississippi State at Vanderbilt. This is uh, 4 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Central on the SEC Network. Mississippi State favored by 20 and a half points on the road. And the over-under, Shane, 51 and a half points. Hmm. Who do you like in the matchup? Man, that's a lot of points, Mike. I, I mean, somebody's got to score them. And I'm looking at this, and I understand Vanderbilt had – I guess you would you would call it a, a confidence boost, a, a morale victory last week. I, I don't know. There's fancy words for this thing. But the fact of the matter is Vanderbilt has struggled all year long. Mm-hmm. And I don't th- I don't think that's gonna be any different with Mississippi State coming to town because the things that Vanderbilt has been excelling at, Mississippi State's good at slowing down. So I, I, I just don't think that this is gonna be a ball game. Um I, I think Mississippi State comes out comes out. I think they come out fast. I think they it wouldn't surprise me if this is a twenty eight nothing victory at halftime. Uh, but my final score, I've got Mississippi State winning thirty five, Vanderbilt seven. So give me the over on uh, Mississippi State. Oh, yeah. Let's tell see. me I'm wrong. 20. Tell me I'm wrong. I mean, <laughs> where are they going to get the points? Where's Vanderbilt going to get? All these points against Mississippi State. I just – I don't see it. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, Shane. Vanderbilt has had two interceptions in three games in a row. And we know, hell, that's all Mississippi State does is throw the ball. So, I think their only chances in this one is, uh, you know, get a, several interceptions, maybe get them some point – some pick sixes. <laughs> I mean, there you say, what's the recipe for Vanderbilt winning right there? Pick sixes. Mike Wright Just is going to keep the defense on the field. <laughs> <laughs> That's your answer. <laughs> uh, Mike Wright is going to start for the Vanderbilt Commodores two games in a row. Ken Seal still banged up. That was announced this week. Will Rogers, the Mississippi State quarterback, he was banged up against Alabama. He's tough as hell. He finished the game, but obviously he's is not you know 100% right now. I hear he's uh, sprained his, I think his MCL or something like that. So, mm-hmm. I think you hit the nail on the head, Shane. I think the the point spread, 20 and a half, that's a lot. Yeah. But I got to favor Mississippi State. But I think my favorite thing here, Shane, is the over-under 51 and a half. My favorite is that under. So, I I don't think these teams can combine for 51 considering Mississippi State's quarterback is injured. Uh, Vanderbilt's starting quarterback's injured. I know Mike Wright looked pretty good against South Carolina. So, maybe they have something there with Mike Wright. But – uh, mm-hmm. I, I'm feeling that with you, Shane. I'm going Mississippi State 38, Vanderbilt 13, maybe a little bit more high scoring, 
well, what the hell? I just talked myself into a high scoring game here. <laughs> yeah, but where are you going? The under, the under is a lock. I, who cares about the points? Mississippi State's going to cover the spread. This thing's going under. The, those, those are two of the best bets on the board, I think, this week. Is this your lock? No, sir, no, sir. There, oh, okay. I'm no, not I'm confident at all on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Shade, I think I've missed three locks in a row. So it's basically who do I want to curse this week? And uh, I, I've got one for you, but it, it ain't Mississippi State or Vanderbilt. Isn't I promise it, you. Isn't it bad? You know, people listen just to hear who Mike picks, <laughs> so they can bet the opposite. <laughs> hey, man, I've been there. I've been there for several years. I'm feeling hot though right now. All right, next game on the docket, Shane, South Carolina at Texas A&M. The Aggies favored by 20 and a half at home. The over-under, 44 points. This thing is at 7.30 Eastern, 6.30 Central on the SEC Network. And they, they play, Shane, for the rivalry week. James rivalry Butler <laughs> Bonham Trophy, Shane, who Jimbo was asked this week, you ever seen this trophy? You, you won seven in a row. He said, Nope, never even seen it. So, <laughs> who you got winning this John Bonham trophy? That I think it's the drummer from Led Zeppelin. Who you got winning this one? <laughs> Mike, I tell you. Oh, out of all the disappointing games last week, South Carolina Vanderbilt had to be the top of the list. I mean, South Carolina, I, I, I feel for these fans because, you know, here I was looking for pity mm. after that old Miss loss and South Carolina sending them pictures of that old guy. <laughs> With that creepy face. <laughs> he's seen some things, man. You know, you How many times did you get tagged with that guy this week? Oh, my, probably at least 15, Mike. <laughs> 15 times. Eventually, I saved the photo because in case I need to use it later. But I'm telling you, man, South Carolina is in a bad way right now. They still – I mean, their quarterback is, – is Luke even playing? No, he's out for the season. Oh, shit. I should listen to the pod more often. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I hate this bet even more. Um, golly, man. Texas A&M, I, I, I'll, I'll say this. Texas A&M has finally came into form. You know what I'm saying? Since that Alabama game, it's yeah. just you, you, there's no doubt in my mind when that team's on the field that they can compete with anybody. And uh, that I think what's worse for South Carolina, not that this is a serious rivalry, but it is at home down there for Texas A&M, and, and that place is going to be loud. It's going to be rowdy. Those guys are going to want to get a victory, and I, th I think they're already celebrating. They're already making noise down there getting ready for this bad boy because it's not going to be a ball game at all. Uh, I almost wanted to give this a lock, um, but I, 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 I don't know. I'm, I'm more confident that – well, how how would I word this? I'm less confident that Jimbo's going to just purposely run away with this thing, mm -hmm. even though he could. Right. So that's that's why I'm going to go give me South Carolina with the points. However, final score: Texas A&M 31, South Carolina 14. Ooh. What's the spread? Spreads on what? 19 and a half on this? I got it 20 and a half. Oh, 20 and a half. Okay, so it's even moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Man, I should have locked that up earlier. Yeah, I get. No, no, I'm still, I'm still going South Carolina on the, on the points. All right, all right. How about this stat, Shane? South Carolina, they have not scored a touchdown on Texas A&M since 2018. Oh God, I gave them two, Mike. <laughs> Let me re Can we redo this one? <laughs> I'm 
two defensive touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, uh, Isaiah Spiller, Devon Alchain became the first Texas A&M du- duo to average over seven and a half yards per carry with at least 10 attempts since 2016. And we got to remember, Shane, this was an offensive line that, hell, a month ago, it couldn't block for shit. Now yeah. it seems like they got it in control. Uh, I know Zach Calzada's up and down, but when they get him on point, they can beat Alabama. If you can beat Alabama, you can beat anybody. You know what I mean? So right. you got to right. get him going here. But, yeah, it's almost like you said. I mean, with uh, Luke Doty out, Zeb Nolan, hell, he was the hero of, of the Vanderbilt game. So maybe they got something in Zeb Nolan. Maybe you're right, Shane. Maybe Zeb Nolan is the key to this thing. And, uh, you know, he started the, the first couple games, and they won those games. He's 2-0 as a starting quarterback. Got hurt. Again, well, I guess he lost the Georgia game, but he got hurt in that one. So maybe this offense runs a little bit better. Maybe it doesn't fit Luke Doty. I don't know, but right. there's hope there. I think with South Carolina, and maybe you get Texas A&M to overlook you. But I ain't buying it, brother. I think Texas A&M's <laughs> playing too well. I think South Carolina is arguably playing as poorly as anybody in the SEC. Kyle Field is intimidating as hell to play in. Yep. I'm going Texas A&M 30, South Carolina 6. Let's get that <laughs> touchdown streak. We'll get that going until uh, <laughs> one more year. You know what? <laughs> God, man, these are, I'm just looking. I mean, I hope we're wrong on some of these, man. I hope one of these teams, they make it a game. But right now – Mike, you are 0 for 3 in competitive games that I've seen. And and I don't see it getting any better, Mike. Mm-mm. Who do we got next? Tennessee, Tennessee Vols at Alabama. <laughs> Shane, you hit it right on the head there. Alabama favored by 25 points. The overs at 67. Game is at uh, 7 Eastern, 6 o'clock Central on ESPN. And Crimson Tide, of course, Shane, have won 14 in a row. Who do you like in the matchup? Mike, who do I like in the matchup? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what kind of comment is that? Uh, Mike, before we get going, have you heard anything from Hooker? I mean, all Hypo will say is he's day-to-day. And some people saying he's out for the year. I I have no idea. But I know if it's Joe Milton, they're in trouble, brother. Yeah. I I think – I think the biggest thing for me is just the fact that we don't know right. who's going to be quarterback in this game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know Alabama, what they got on offense. We know what they got on defense. It's no question. The The best thing that Tennessee has for them is the ability to score points and move the ball at times. And, and I think they would be able to do that with Hooker back there. But I'm not convinced that he is playing. Mm. And – Golly. I mean, we saw Milton small doses last week. We've seen him big doses at the start of this season. I, I, I'm very, very leery of, of him. I mean, this that's the thing. This this is a, a risky bet either way. I mean, if, if Hooker's in it, let me just tell you my score real quick. I've got Alabama <laughs> mm-hmm. 41, Tennessee 24, but I got that on Hooker playing. Right. So, I, I think they, they definitely can get some points scored. I think they can get within that spread. Um, you know, clearly I don't, I'm don't. i not expecting a ball game. I mean, Tennessee fought their ass off last week. Uh, it's, it's, and then you're going into this buzzsaw <laughs> with Alabama. Right. It, it, it's just it's, – it's a perfect storm for them. And then now here you've got our quarterback – 
even on a on this week, if if Hooker didn't go, I'm still a little bit leery. But but I'm going off the fact that he's going to play. Now, if he doesn't, man, I'm going to jump on here and I'm going to bet the over because I have no confidence that Milton can keep this as a, a ball game or even within the spread. So, mm-hmm. but time being, I, I'm going to be power positive thinking. I'm going to say Tennessee's going to make this a game, and then uh, Alabama's going to screw us at the end, and then run away with this thing and win barely, 41-24. <laughs> well, Shane, I don't know if you caught it, but this week, you know, we there was comments from Theo Jackson talking about the culture is yeah. night and day different. I mean, it, by all indication, things are pointed in the right direction under Josh Heupel. Tennessee's so competitive. And one of the most interesting things that I heard this week, Shane, it, until someone said it, I didn't realize it, but at this time last year, Josh Heupel was down at Central Florida. Hendon Hooker was at Virginia Tech. Leading receiver, Javonta Pate, was at Mississippi State. Leading rusher was in junior college, Tyon Evans I'm talking about. Tennessee yeah. has done one hell of a job, Shane, of, of remaking this roster and putting all these moving parts into peace and making it work. And, hell, they're about two plays away from being a 6-1 and one football team with the yeah. only, you know, I you could say lopsided loss was to Florida, but, hell, you go back and, and watch that game. I mean, there's a handful of mistakes that maybe turn the tide in the, even in that game. So, I mean, right. this has just been one hell of a job by Josh Heupel and his coaches and, and these players for buying in, Shane. It's a, you don't always get buy-in universally from uh, players with who have had, suffered so much transition. On the flip side, I mean, Alabama obviously suffered their loss, and it seems like Nick Saban now has, uh, you know, the full – attention of his team letting them know you know we can't we can't bs we can't do it the way we've been doing it we're gonna get we'll, we'll lose to a quality team like a tennessee and and you may snicker at that but hell who in the hell was picking texas a&m i mean they lost to mississippi state and then they turn around wow. and beat alabama i mean no one not even jimbo was probably thought that was gonna happen you know what i mean so then this is a tough one for me shane but all things considered, I mean, the way Alabama played last week against Mississippi State, they were playing like a team possessed. I mean, they were just wrecking Mississippi State's offense. They were attacking the ball. They had two interceptions there right at right in the first quarter. I mean, that just, you know, stomped on the throat of the Bulldogs who were playing red-hot football. Hell, they beat Texas A&M. I mean, th- this college football is so hard to predict, Shane, but <laughs> – at the end of the day, Shane, I think Tennessee, as as much progress as they've made, they just played, you know, a gut wrenching loss in a what seemed like a six hour game, an emotional game, got screwed. Certainly, you could yep. say. I mean, so much going into it. Now you're going into Tuscaloosa, one of the toughest places to play in the country. I don't like Tennessee's odds here, Shane. I'm going Alabama 48, Tennessee 20. Lock of the week, Alabama. And I did that for you, Shane, because like I said, my locks are meaningless. So, hell, maybe Tennessee oh. might even pull the upset now that I've locked up Alabama. I love it. I love it, Mike. And, and always know, man, you always, you're always pumping them up. I'm like, damn, he's, he's pumping them balls up too much. He's, gonna, he's not only going to pick against us, but he's going to pick against the spread. I just know. I knew it. So, <laughs> hey, I'll tell you this, Mike. I, I'm with you. Tennessee, uh, I, I think, you know, 
when Hypo came in, we didn't expect him to win against Alabama this mm-hmm. year. You know, we didn't expect him to beat Florida this year. We expected him, you know, beat teams like South Carolina or make them competitive with Missouri. That's what he's doing. And I, I think if any true Vol fan is looking at where this program is, they're excited about the future, man. And, you know, we uh, what he's been able to do with the pieces that he has, just imagine if he works here a little bit longer, you know, what we're going to be able to accomplish. So, yeah, I think I, I, I'm, I'm tickled pink with where Tennessee balls are. It's just Alabama is just way further ahead and have been for decades, it feels like. So, uh, this is it's going to be a tough game, man. But miracles happen, brother. You know what I'm saying? They happen all the time. I, I think about that one game uh, when we went down there last time and, and Tua getting hurt and mm-hmm. all the things. That, I mean, there was just a, a handful of plays that went against us that we lost that game. So, who knows, man? I, I, who's Alabama got next week? LSU, brother. Okay, all right, all right. That could be a potential trap game, especially if, mm-hmm. I mean, they played good last week. So, right. all right, that's what I'm going to go with, <laughs> trap game. Yeah, and certainly you could argue, you know, at least Tennessee's trying something different. They're not trying to out Alabama, Alabama, like they have been with some of the coaches, which they, they just never had a shot in hell to, to catch up playing that way. You know what? No, no, they really didn't. All right, Shane, final game of the week. Game of the week here. Let's hope this one – is a great game. SEC on CBS, LSU at Ole Miss. The Rebels favored by nine and a half points. The over-unders, 76 total points. Mm. And I don't know if you saw this, Shane. They're honoring Eli Manning. They painted the end zones Manning. And, oh, how convenient. Arch Manning is going to be there on the sideline. <laughs> so, hey, they're, going, they're manning it up this weekend there in Oxford. Who do you like in the matchup? Oh, Mike, I tell you what, a lot of stuff happened last mm-hmm. week with LSU. I mean, we had the big upset victory. Mm-hmm. We had Coach O getting fired, but not really fired, you know. <laughs> a lot of that going on. We still got players banged up. That's the big one for me is uh, LSU still limping into this game. Um, and Ole Miss, you know, is Matt playing? Is he not playing? I mean, have we heard anything coming up to this final moment? Well, here's what I've heard, Shane. This Here's the hot rumor. And, Mel, I said it this week, I think if if I'm LSU, I'm hiring Lane Kiffin to run my program, and I think Coach O would be on board with that. It would be a very smooth transition. The way I hear it, Shane, I think Lane Kiffin threw this out there, the Matt Corral injury, which, hell, you saw Coach O immediately say, well, I ain't buying that. That's but a, nothing but a smoke screen. Yeah. I think Lane Kiffin threw that out so that – to kind of deflect, you know, his interest in the job. And so he wouldn't be asked questions about LSU. He's getting more questions about Matt Corral and his status. And he knew if he, you know, the, arguably the Heisman front runners, is he going to play in this game? That's a huge talking point. And every interview right. I've heard with Lane Kiffin, that's what they ask. You know, that's the first question they ask. They don't ask about – I, I saw one one person ask him about the LSU job, but – Hell, I think that's a, another stroke of genius here by Lane Kiffin to kind of deflect. So that's what I'm hearing, and I think Matt Corral, there's no chance he does not play. He's he's suiting up for the Rebels this week. 
And that's why I'm locking this one up, Mike, because I'm with you, man. I think not only is he playing, but I think this is a statement game. I know a lot of people were excited about the upset victory Coach O was able to pull off the LSU Tigers last week, Mm -hmm. but this week's a different animal. You got a team that loves to score points. Trust me, I've seen it. And it could have been more points if some of these receivers would learn how to catch the football. I'm telling you, Ole Miss is that damn good. And they can put points up in a hurry. And that's exactly what I think this thing gets into. I mean, look at them. They're saying it's going to be a 70, 80-point game. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another shootout. Who do you favor? Do you feel favor LSU? I mean, what have they shown you this year that says they're going to be able to compete and and, and stay stay up with Ole Miss. They're, I just – I'm not seeing it. I think Matt comes out here, gets a statement game, and like I said earlier, this is an audition, man. This is an audition for Lane Kiffin. You just said it. Arch is going to be on that sideline. Whoever goes to LSU – I'm telling you, he, he wants to – he wants – this is an audition not just for LSU – but for Arch Manning, man, mm-hmm. there's so many factors. This is a package deal. And if you think this shit ain't going on behind closed doors, you're crazy. Because if if Lane seriously has an opportunity to get this job, he's leaving. I hate to say it, old Miss. I love you guys. I, I met some of the greatest fans this weekend. But this is not his dream job. You know, LSU's a dream job. This game is going to be ugly. And I'm going to go ahead and lock this bad boy down. Ole Miss, 49, LSU, tries to backdoor it, 27. Ooh. Well, Shane, I don't know if well, you made this pick. If you realize, Coach O, he's 5-0 and o against Ole Miss. Uh, LSU. 5-0. and o. He, Coach O's unemployed, Mike. That's <laughs> what... <laughs> LSU, one of the only teams in the country, Shane – 19 for 19 in the red zone. Only three teams in the country are perfect in the red zone. And LSU, hell, they got that ground game going now, Shane. The receivers are, are starting to get going. And I think it makes sense why this spread is so much that, uh, hell, they just worked the Florida Gators. But I went back and watched that game, Shane. First time I watched it, I was at the bar with no <laughs> no audio. But, you know, it helps when you're uh, on your rewatch, you realize – they what they run for damn near 400 yards. Yeah. They got four interceptions of the Florida Gators. They were they were picking them down left and right. Yet they didn't win the game till about a minute left, and they needed a fourth and goal, a wild pass play just to get to win. If you rush for damn near 400 yards and intercept the opponent four times, you probably should win by about 20, 30 points. Yep. You know, that surprising outcome, I thought it was the biggest shock of the weekend last week in the SEC. Had that not occurred, LSU's probably a 20, 30-point underdog against Ole Miss. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I ain't buying into LSU just yet. I've been pumping up all year. Now I'm burying them. But uh, I think (laughs) Ole Miss is that good. It's like you said, it's, it's the Manning week here. And whether... Lane Kiffin stays at Ole Miss or he doesn't. He's going to want to impress Arch Manning. I think he's trying to get Matt Corral to be the Heisman Trophy winner. I think he's trying to get Matt Corral to be the number one overall pick because that's how you impress a quarterback, Shane. And after we just saw Matt Corral rush for over 200 yards, I think he wants to show, you know, this is an offense you can rush for two-plus. Now you can turn around the next week and throw for 400 yards. So I'm right there with you, Shane. I think this is an easy pick. Ole Miss, 44, LSU, 33, the Rebels cover. 
And I hate to say it, Shane, I don't have a damn game here that's competitive on the schedule, which means they're probably all going to be scared. This is probably going to be the greatest weekend of SEC football we've ever had. You know what? Well, Mike, I, it's exactly what I was going to ask you. We got five games. We both predicted five blowouts here. Let me ask you, playing devil's advocate here, out of all these upsets, which one's – I guess if – or all these games, which one is most likely to be an upset? Not saying that it will because mm-hmm. obviously you've already put your scores in, but as you're looking at this – at these lists, these five games – which one on here do you see a potential upset, most likely? I would probably have to go to the game we just touched on, Shane, LSU. And I don't know how much you buy into this stuff, but maybe the team you know, plays inspired for Coach O. Maybe they've been mm-hmm. playing a little tight because they know his job's on the line. Well, they don't have to worry about that anymore. They Now he's gone. So I think yeah. that, you know, you take that off the table and hell, I mean, everything I just said against the Florida game, but, hey, they went out there and they got it done. So maybe this is the LSU I thought we were going to get. You know, they're going to be able to run all over Ole Miss because, hell, Ole Miss doesn't have that good a defense. And if LSU's running all over them, there's going to be about 20 fake injuries in this game. But (laughs) Ole Miss, LSU's got the offense to stay competitive. And maybe this defense, maybe something clicks, Shane. I mean – uh, uh, like I said, they got four interceptions last week. What if they get four interceptions this week and, and keep that momentum going? So, I mean, they certainly have the players. They certainly have all the pieces to to pull the upset here, but I just ain't buying it. Yeah, I'm with you, man. And, I mean, there's always a chance that Matt is hurt. Yeah. This is, you know, I mean, you got to throw that in there, but – I don't know. I just think there's the stars are lining up here, Mike. I think Ole Miss wants to put on a show like they did last week. So mm-hmm. that's what you do, man. You got to stay in the media. You you want to make Ole Miss relevant? You stay in the media every week. Now you don't want to take <laughs> water bottles to the head, but you definitely want to throw some damn touchdowns while you're out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you. Uh, well, hey, brother. I I think that's all we got. Uh, unless you got anything before we hop off the line here. Well, Mike, I want to tell you, man. I I'm, I'm they don't call me procrastinating shame for nothing, you know. So, uh, I'm glad – well, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of you guys do too. I, I, some of these reviews that I see, it's like, hey, I've been listening for three years. I finally got to get the review in. So, I ain't alone, Mike. You know what I'm saying? So, we are going to cut this one a little bit short. Um, yeah, not a lot of games going on. But, man, hopefully we do get an upset here, Mike. I'd love nothing more than get on here and do an emergency podcast this weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the reviews – uh, again, those do help us out tremendously, and we've got some hilarious ones, and I'm going to get to that, I promise. So next week, I am I may have to do a whole damn show just for the <laughs> reviews, and uh, and I'm going to do it because I do appreciate the support. But uh, we're going to cut out a little bit early here, and uh, be sure to keep sending those pictures of koozies, man. I tell you, I saw more koozies this weekend than I did any weekend, Mike. It looks good with that cold beer in there. Yeah, absolutely. I've been sending them out left and right, and if you have – been procrastinating like shane says now's the time to get that done rate us uh five stars on the apple podcast app send us your review screenshot at that sec podcast at gmail.com let us know what team you support and we'll send you a beer koozie free of charge that's just our way of saying thanks but uh, hey i hope everybody has a great weekend of action have some fun drink you some beer And that's going to do it for this episode. I appreciate each and every one of you for 
listening to the show. And I appreciate you, Shane, for joining me as always. Catch you on the next one. All right. See you guys. Go Vols. Trap game. <laughs> <laughs>